Hey everybody, welcome back to another version of Flock and Gather. It's your 18-minute podcast of the spa and wellness industry. I'm Alan Sherry, your host. I run the Spa Industry Association. And today I've got a good friend. He's he's in his 12th or 20th business. He's gonna tell us about it, but he talks about one of my favorite subjects and that's water. Of course, that should be everybody's favorite subject today. Anyways, Michael Hobson, founder of Aquine Springs Water. Michael, welcome. How are you today? Great, Alan. It's good to be with you. Thank you so much. Are you in Idaho or LA or where are you hanging your hat these days? Well, I'm in Los Angeles. I live in Los Angeles, albeit the spring from where this um, sacred water comes from is actually in Southern Idaho near the Nevada border. All right. Well, that sounds like God's country. So we're going to, we're going to get to, um, talking about it but are you california born and raised i can't remember i know no, no it turns out and it, it my accent is confusing <laughs> i was or it's confused let's put it that way um i was born in south florida actually but i spent time in the midwest uh, in graduate school and and thereafter and also i had a 15-year stint in the east coast in the tri-state area around new york city and before moving to California permanently in 2020. So I've been out here uh, 22 years. And so that attests for um, when I'm in the East Coast, I sound, a, a, I can even sound like I'm from Long Island. When I go home, I sound, I say y'all. And um, I don't know what happens when I'm in the Midwest, but there you, you know go. what? It, it's almost like you're a chameleon, right? You can just cut your naturally you adjust to wherever you are at the time. So I actually think that's a great habit as well. You know, um, Michael, you to how does do you call yourself a serial entrepreneur or do you just go from business to business as things come along your path? You know, I think serial entrepreneur probably is just a cover for uh, attention deficit disorder in <laughs> adulthood, right? That you can't stay focused on one thing for too long. Um, I say that a little bit tongue in cheek. Um, I guess what I would say is that um, all of the things that I have done have all led me to the place where I'm at. Yeah. I, I like that expression as well, too. It's always it's always akin to Dorothy in the yellow brick road, right? You know, if you're on the road, sometimes you get where you're supposed to be going, but we don't, you can't look forward and know what it is. I can't, was it, um, I'm trying to think, I think it was Steve Jobs who did, may he rest in peace, who yeah. did this, uh, the um, commencement address at Stanford. He did a very famous speech called Connect the Dots. Are you aware of it? I am, I remember it. Yeah, for our listeners, if you have never heard it, go to YouTube or wherever you grab that info and put in Steve Jobs, connect the dots. I'll give you the essence of it. He says it's you don't get to look back uh, and see. No, you don't get to look forward to see where you're going. You only get to look back and go, aha, aha now I know why the path led me here. Correct? Absolutely. In fact, that really characterizes um, the, the path. And it wasn't clear along the way, but when I look back, I see how the progression has happened, how one thing, as the old saying goes, or the song goes, leads to another. One thing leads to another. Would you would, to, uh, give us, run just a few of the businesses by, I always think it's interesting because people said, 
they look at me and go, I have no idea how you're in the spa channel, but go ahead and run some of the companies and things you've done. Yeah. So, uh, after I left corporate life, uh, working for AT&T in the mid eighties, all the way to the end of the eighties, uh, I started, uh, believe it or not, a high-end audio company, a boutique in lower Manhattan, a few blocks from the old world trade centers. Um, and I was in that business for uh, five years, and that was a stepping stone to starting a record label, actually a vinyl reissue company in uh, the early 1990s. And that was uh, something that I pursued for 18 years while starting a few other businesses along the way, including um, something that started out um, to be uh, a online site to identify uh, new music and new musicians and hits and misses, we called it. And um, we that didn't work out because of the internet bust in the late 1990s. And so I segued that into a recording business. We recorded big rock bands um, like The Who and Peter Gabriel and started a record store and uh, all sorts of things. All you can kind of see in this space related to music, which really is a way of saying all related to frequency. Ah, oh, now it's coming all around right. Um, by the way, when you talk about the wood, Peter Gabriel, I'm a child of the 60s and 70s. So you're talking sure. my language. Genesis and Peter Gabriel. Yeah, oh, of course. I love Peter Gabriel. Absolutely. Um, did you perchance know I, we're going to talk about water and frequency in yeah. a minute. Did um, a friend in our industry, Craig Hall, his family was the West Coast distributor for vinyl forever. I can't remember the name of the company, but it, it, did you know the Hall family name? H -A no, but I know, I know what you're talking about. I think they predated me just a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was in the business for 18 years and in a business called Classic Records, which um, I sold in 2010 and, um, you know, made quite a, actually it, we're widely credited for having uh, revived the vinyl business, which of course now topically is thriving. Oh my God. Unbelievable. Oh, and the high end phonographs you can buy now are absolutely, and it's the real thing. It's really, right. I just, right. by the way, I just saw uh, in a buyer's guide that there's a turntable being offered for $450,000. So okay. that's right up there with uh, some of the supercars. That's when you own your own island and stuff. I got that. Apparently, part. apparently. So all of this led you to frequency and frequency leads us to Aquine Springs. And so tell us the story. I mean, we here, you know, I, I mean, our viewers can't see. I have my Zulu container with yeah. my water right here on my desk. Yeah. I, I live on water all day. I generally take a shower at least once every month. And so right. I love water. How are you in the water business? Well, um, that's a, it's a, it's a great story. I think what I usually tell people, which is true, is that I was really led to the business of being in the of being in water. And I don't know exactly how, um, certainly not, not, I, I have a better idea about why now, but I'm still not sure how, um, somewhere 15 or 17, 18 years ago. Now, somebody asked me, 
So what are you going to do next? Right. Because of, of all the businesses that I'd started and so forth. Um, and I said, without hesitation, I don't know, but it has something to do with water. And to this moment, I still don't know where that came from. I don't have a good answer to where, you know, why'd you say that? Over time, it became uh, more comfortable for me to say, I'm going to go on and do something in water. And then through a series of coincidences, of which there are none, um, I was uh, reintroduced to someone who I'd lost track of for a while. And um, he introduced me to what was then called structured water that someone had made. And I pursued that a little bit. And then the adventure began. And so that was for me, the sign or the initiation of this um, pursuit of water. What, how do you find Aquine Springs in Idaho and how does that turn into a business? Again, uh, it is as an extension of that process, the beginning of which I just described, I continued over the course of a decade, the last decade, to meet different people who gave me more pieces to the puzzle and provided that next step, if you will. And about six or seven years ago, um, was a good friend of mine told me a story about this water that she had seen, not tasted, but had seen. And I was curious about it. And so I said to her one time, I really want to find out more about this. And so we ended up going to Portland, Oregon, and uh, meeting with a couple of gentlemen there that were involved with the water at the time. And they showed me something that I'd never seen before. And I was absolutely fascinated. So um, then that led to uh, meeting uh, the guy that owns the spring, my partner. And um, that was going on six years ago now. And so, yeah, it, I, I've, I really say, and I mean it, I, I've been um, led to all of these different circumstances that led to um, going to the spring and finding this miraculous water, really, to be honest. And I met you last year at uh, We Work Well. Right. And including myself, any of the spa directors there who tasted the water said, wow, this really tastes good. It, it almost seems to be the natural reaction is something what chemically in P they just the taste is unique it's just not like other water it it is that's true and i think it has a what we call mouth feel and as a result a taste which is pretty unique it feels people describe it as velvety in the mouth they some people call it soft but it also has what we call a taste profile that leaves a little bit of just a, a hint of sweetness. And I don't mean that as kind of sugar sweetness, but it's hard to describe, but it's a little bit of a smooth sweetness on the top palate. And it's such that it actually becomes a little bit addicting. Like I, I have a really hard time drinking what I'll, what I'll call normal water as a result. Like 
I, it's hard for me once you get used to something like this water. Okay. Some quick Q and A let's, I'm going to, I'm going to play the uninitiated because I, people say I drink water. I drink it from my tap. I drink it from my sink. I go to the restaurant. I, I drink it. There. What am I drinking then? What is that? Well, uh, on a, on a technical level, it's uh, two hydrogens and an oxygen bound yeah, okay. together, right? In this I molecule. That from high school, by the way. Right. So H2O, right? Yeah. The, it's a molecule that um, is, I think, essential for life. Uh, in fact, the only thing that is, you could say, more important than water is air, which of which oxygen is the primary component, which is also a component in water as well, right? You probably know that we can only survive for between four and five minutes without oxygen, without air. Um, we can only survive for about three days without water. And uh, it, we can survive a month or longer without food. And as a result, when they're looking for planets that are in habitable, uh, what are they looking for? They're looking for water because of course you could split water and get oxygen, right? Yep. So that, yep. that tells you the importance of water. And it really is, Alan, the basis for life. Okay. And so I think we take it for granted. I think we have historically, I know I have, and, um, as I've gotten wiser, over time, I've recognized that water is so crucial to our health and well-being. When I go to a spa, there's always drink service, and I end up naturally, and it seems a lot of people do, defaulting to water. And there will be water there. A lot of times it's got cucumbers or got lemon in it, so I don't really taste the water. Right. And, taste and it's often very cold as well. Yeah. And see, that's interesting. I'm a room temperature drinker and all, can't tell you why. I've always drunk my water room temperature. I don't like ice in it when I go to the restaurant. Nothing. Well, I think, and this is true of a lot of different beverages, but water in particular, because in most cases, it doesn't really have a discernible taste. And often, um, if it's reverse osmosis water or many municipal waters that are very safe, but they, they have a kind of a, let's call it a funky taste. An aftertaste, yeah. An aftertaste. And so if you doctor it a little bit with you know, some uh, flavoring, then uh, people, and, and if you make things cold, obviously it takes away that taste and masks it in a certain way. So I think that's what the, the experience is in a spa. Unfortunately, and I'll just say this at the onset, that those types of water that are generally served in spas are not very beneficial to the body. And, and we can get into that uh, for a number of reasons. You really don't see people coming out of a spa session or going into a spa session, drinking lots of water from the flavored, you know, they've got a little tiny five ounce cup and they take a little sip and, you know, more often than not, they're drinking tea, which is fine, Yeah, but you know, they're not really hydrating themselves. Correct. We're talking today with Michael Hobson. He's the founder of a lot of stuff, but today we're talking about Aquine Springs. Actually, I think the best way to find it, go to, it's spelled A 
Q-U-E-N-E springs, plural.com. That's aqueensprings.com. You're going to be fascinated on what you're going to learn and what you want to order from him. Michael, in the three minutes that we have um, left, I would like to know what's in the water. Is it silicate? What, what do you have going on that makes this have this beautiful, velvety, soft, lovely feel to drink in your water? Absolutely. In fact, it's silica. And silica is a trace mineral that is absolutely crucial to our health and well-being. Then that includes plants, animals, and humans. Uh, in particular, it's the basis for skin, hair, collagen, or connective tissue. It's important for digestion. It's important for wound healing. It's imp important for uh, digestion and gut health. Um, it's it's, it's, it's scientific. It's white papers. Nobody made yeah. this stuff up about. Science. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is all very well understood. And uh, so silica, unfortunately, is something that we lose over time as we age along with water. So the process of aging, you could think of as going from being a grape when we're young to being a raisin when we're old, and that's <laughs> the process of dehydration, but also the loss of silica. And Alan, a really important thing that people are now starting to understand is that aluminum toxicity is a big issue with chronic inflammation, particularly as we age. And that, I think, is due to the lack of silica in primarily in elderly people who are dehydrated and who have a lack of silica because silica binds to aluminum and we can sweat it out or urinate it out. So if you don't have enough silica in your body as a result of diet, or in this case, drinking it in water where it's digestible and readily available, then you get a buildup of aluminum in your body and Alzheimer's comes. Okay, I have so many questions. We're going to have to set up another podcast because there's sure. too many things I need to know. Of course. Isn't it simple? It's like breathing. But as we know in our industry, sometimes you have to teach people how to breathe, even though you've been doing it your whole life. You know, I it's a really it's good a, analogy. It's akin to the water. Yes, you've drunk water your whole life. You just haven't necessarily drunk the right kind of water. So, you know, Alan, what happens most often when people meet me, I ask them the following question, like... Um, how much water do you drink? And the answer is always the same, not enough. And I think that's to do with the type of water that people drink. And I think what I know from my own personal experience and from people that drink this water, um, it changes them. It changes them. They, um, they become more healthful looking. Um, and I, I like to say from a spa industry standpoint that this all starts from the inside. If you don't have it right inside, it doesn't matter what you do to the outside. Uh, a last thought on that too. We've talked about in the 34 years I've been in this channel, we've always said, you know, half of it's how the outside, right? We put a lot of cream and oil and lotion. We do all the good things for this big organ called the skin. But you know, if you're not, if you leave the spawn, you go eat a Big Mac large fry and a Coke, right? as opposed yeah. to, I have to feed it the right, I've got to get the right water in, I've got to do Absolutely. the things that are good for the body. Listeners, please go to Aquine Springs, it's A-Q-U, 
emesprings.com. The, the water is amazing. If you buy that first box, you're absolutely going to be hooked on it. And Michael and I will be back because I wrote down about 15 more questions I want to ask them. So uh, Michael, we'll be back at it. But uh, thank you. And all I can say is drink more water. Great. Thanks, Alan. It's a pleasure. And friends, remember, please be kind to one another.